episode of Grab Them by the Pod. I'm Jesse going solo today. I was actually on a radio show in Omaha. It aired on 1290 KOIL. It's hosted by my good friend and former Senate colleague, Sean McGuire. He's the founder and CEO of E.D. Bellis, which has become the go-to source nationwide, nationwide, on the execution and implementation of the ACA. And now with the American Health Care Act or uh, Trump Care coming out, I'm sure he's going to have a, a whole lot of stuff to talk about. Um, he also has a website, uh, healthreformsexplained.com, where you can get a lot of great information. And every Saturday at 12 o'clock Central Time, he hosts a show, America's Healthcare Challenge. It's on 1290 KOIL in Omaha. And he was nice enough to have me on. Here's my section on the show. And uh, here we go. Hey, welcome back to the program. Going through the weeds of the uh, AHCA this week with reaction analysis and a little bit of humor every now and then you're listening to america's Healthcare challenge with me sean mcguire check out facebook.com slash america's Healthcare challenge our soundcloud page uh edie bellis uh is the uh name and they are the organization that produces this show and also uh has all over 700 segments if you like uh would like to see the archives of this program but we're joining us now uh along with alan hager is c schoolnick Senate colleague of mine and a host of Grab Them by the Pod, available on iTunes and YouTube and all of the uh, good places. Uh, Jesse, welcome to the show. You forgot to add good friend along with that. Well, that is true. It's been a <laughs> while since we've seen each other. I think it was in Iowa was the last time. How are you doing today? Can you doing... tell the audience a little bit more about your background? Yeah, definitely. I'm doing fantastic. I'm really glad to be on the show today. Uh, you mentioned we were uh, former colleagues. I worked in the House for a little bit as an intern, uh, and then I worked in the Senate for the Finance Committee along with Sean. Um, I think we got got along immediately, which is what I think helped them hire me. Thank you very much for that. Um, I was there for, I want to say, about a year and a half, and I figured I'd go go where the uh, the money is, down on K Street. Uh, ended up working for a lobbying firm for about four years or so. Um, I, I was there during the, the fun uh, economic crisis. So, uh, you know, while, while there, you're just hoping uh, you're not getting laid off with everything. But they, they kept me around. They must have seen that I was worth something. Uh, but then I ended up working uh, at a nonprofit, the uh, Society of Nuclear Medicine and Molecular Imaging, for about four years, which was phenomenal because uh, I lived in the burbs and uh, traffic in D.C. is horrible. So uh, I was happy there. But, you know, uh, I'm from Connecticut. I'm a New England boy at heart. And uh, when it comes down to planting roots, I wanted to move home. So I ended up getting a job with uh, one of the nation's largest insurance companies uh, where I work on regulatory issues right now. Oh, okay. So I'm sure you've had a lot to to keep up with on the regulatory side, uh, to say the least. There's a storm coming, and we see it in the distance, and I'm just waiting for it to hit. Yeah, exactly. So what you know, from your perspective, what do you think about uh, the latest draft and uh, your thoughts on how the industry will react, meaning lobbyists and nonprofits inside the Beltway. Well, from my own personal opinion, and I, I've heard you guys talk about it a little earlier on the show. I'm not a huge fan of this version. Um, you, you mentioned the AHA, the AMA, uh, ARP groups like that. They're they're all against this, and yeah, you know they have special interest groups, but they're also representing doctors, uh, nurses, techs, hospitals, a lot of constituents that are in these districts or in these states, uh, and, and they're not happy. Then you have uh, groups like Heritage and Move On are on are both against it for obviously different reasons, but uh, it's, it's kind of like dogs and cats living together when they're agreeing with things. Uh, you know, but <laughs> but as as my point of view, and again, it was mentioned earlier, like, you know, older lower income people are going to be getting less tax credits, and younger higher income people are going to be getting more. 
Uh, in my view, repeal and replace is not necessary. It's reform. Uh, Obamacare or the ACA, you know, to me, it's either uh, the Ameri it's either the uh, American Health Care Act and ACA or it's Obamacare and Trump Care. I think you got to be fair on both sides. Um, but uh, the ACA uh, has its issues, and, and I've been a vocal proponent uh, against those things. My parents had had to get a more expensive uh, health care plan after it came out. But but I think just throw, you don't want to throw the baby out with the bath, bath water. And, and I'm afraid that's what might be happening. Uh, I mean, we saw the the hearings that were happening last week. Uh, I, I watched a lot of the Energy and Commerce hearing. And to me, it almost seemed like British Parliament for a while, people yelling at each other and, and just going nuts. But, uh, you know, that's we can go to that uh, a little later. But... Uh, for what uh, I, I I do enjoy that show uh, House of Commons uh, Prime Minister's questions right Yes yes <laughs> um, So what's the industry going to be thinking I mean for me from from my background the people I know this is going to be business is good because in Washington D.C. at a very minimum there are two sides of any any issue and that's very rare There's only two The old saying goes you can swing a cat by its tail in D.C. and hit a lobbyist uh, They're all over the place I was one for for many many years. And, and you have the, the groups that are you know, going to be both for and against uh, the, the act, no matter what. And then you have uh, groups like the American Medical Association. And then you have subgroups, like the one I worked at, the Society of Nuclear Medicine. Um, and then you have the insurance companies, like I work at now. You have groups like veterans groups, AARP. The list goes on and on. And all of those people have lobbyists, whether they're uh, in-house or, or they, they go outside of that. And... It's, there's going to be money for all those people uh, going to Congress fighting for everybody's positions because there's a million different positions in, in D.C. Thanks uh, so much, Jesse, for being on the show. Um, so when you look at, you, you know, you, you said it earlier that you, you don't necessarily like this version. Would you say that the version that was proposed last session, 2016, in 2016, is completely different than from this one, and would that be something that you would look at supporting if it were to come to that? I would definitely consider it. Uh, it my main problem with all of these bills, and both sides are guilty in my case, bipartisanship in D.C. Is a, is a dirty word these days. And I think whether it's the Democrats or the Republicans, I mean, the Republicans are in charge now, so the buck stops with them, but um, I think a lot of times they're more interested in getting it done now as opposed to getting it done correctly. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I try to st play down the middle. I don't, I don't choose sides either way for the most part, but, um, I think any option should be on the table. Let's just talk about it and not ram it through. Okay. We're going to take a time out with Jesse. Uh, can you hang around for one more segment and then we'll, uh, get to this call and, uh, others at 402-342-1290. Does that work for you, Jesse? Sounds good to me. All right. We'll be right back here on America's Healthcare Challenge. Facebook.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge. Lots happening in the wa inside Washington with the health reform debate. Uh, you know, coming out of commercial, remember Max Baucus, who was uh, in charge of putting together the Affordable Care Act, uh, saying that he saw the implementation as a huge train wreck. And we're joined by Alan Hager and Jesse Schoolnick. Uh, Jesse, do you remember that moment when he uh, when he said it was going to be a train wreck? Remember, I still get a holiday card from Max Baucus every year. I, I know everything he says. <laughs> he was a good. He was actually a good guy, and like you said last year, uh, bipartisanship is a dirty word now. Back when we were out there, people were actually getting some things done uh, together. Things have, have since changed uh, out there. What do you guys think about the Congressional Budget Office? Because I've said this many times before. 
I don't think that this law is going to save any money. I think that this law or this bill is going to actually add to the deficit. Do you guys agree? Yes, I do believe that it's going to add to the deficit and the debt. Furthermore, I think if you're going to vote on a bill without a CBO score, I think that's just plain idiotic and foolish, in my opinion. They yeah. think they're going to have it to here maybe next week. Jesse, what do you think? I agree. It's so funny when it comes to CBO that you know it's it, it's great when it helps the politicians, and it's bad when it's going to come out with something they don't want to hear. They're talking about it now, and, and you'll see Sean Spicer say, "Oh, you know, they're going to get it wrong anyways," which I, I don't think is probably the best approach. Yeah, and that's right. going to be a difficult. It just reminds me kind of the uh, chip reauthorization exercise that they went through where uh, Republicans came out with their own program, and it was just, I mean, immediately panned. It was just a much smaller version of this, and it didn't go anywhere in the United States Senate. Well, I remember when when we all three were out there, Medicare Part D, and... That got both sides, right? Yeah, it got both sides. Not to mention, the CBO uh, underestimated the cost, and it was considerably more expensive than what... Uh, the uh, CBO and and other organizations first estimated it to be. So uh, I actually, not only do I think it's foolish that we don't have a CBO score at this point, I'm actually very worried that this bill is actually going to cost more than what the estimates are going to be. Just like the, it always does, Uh every time, no matter matter what. But I think it's going to potentially cost more and it's not going to cover as many people which I think is going to be a bitter pill to swallow. Uh, Jesse, any other thoughts? Well, if you can get this passed before a uh, CBO score comes out and get it done before Easter break, then when you get home, you know, it doesn't matter if your constituents are yelling at you or not, it's already passed. No, that's, that's true. Yep, that's true. But do you think that would actually happen, though? I think they want it to happen. I don't think it's necessarily going to with some of the problems coming up in the Senate. Right, right. Yeah, but I, I think uh, it's probably going to be dead on arrival once they get to the U.S. Senate, and and then they're going to pretty much put together their own version, whether it's what Rand Paul was saying in some of his earlier clips. Um, I, I would just like to see something that's not more of the same. I'd like to just see some, some fresh ideas. And even when he talks, he says, I'm just taking different ideas that have been around there for a long time. And I just think that they need to, to find some other thing that's different than what they're talking about right now. I think the interesting other thing to also watch is this 30% increase on premiums for, for the penalty because I think a lot of people are going to be priced out, especially well, Sean, if costs continue to go up. When it comes to that 30% increase, I mean, isn't that in and of itself sort of a mandate? Because you know, if you don't have it, you, you run the risk of then paying a lot more later on, so you might as well just have it all the time and not worry about it. Yeah, it's the same in right. Medicare. They do the same thing in Medicare Part D, I believe. Yes, they do. There's a late penalty and if you don't sign up mm-hmm. right away. Right. So it, for my opinion, it, it's going to be interesting to see if, this act, if that mandate would actually withstand a court challenge. Right, right. Hey, Jesse, where can they find uh, more information on you and your podcast? You know, just just Google us. Grab them by the pod. Uh, we're on, as you mentioned, we're on iTunes, we're on YouTube, any Android platform. Uh, we're out there all of us. We have a Facebook page, Twitter at Grab by the Pod. Uh, we have a lot of good, a lot of fun. Uh, we we definitely have a, an opinion, but we try not to be biased and uh, try to look at things uh, down the middle as much as possible. So uh, even if you disagree with us, we hope you might enjoy the show. 
Yeah, I think you will. I, I really enjoy it, and I appreciate you stopping by to share your thoughts with what's going on inside of the Beltway, Jesse. Thank you so much for having us. I want to thank Sean McGuire, America's Healthcare Challenge, again for having me on the show, and it, it was a great time. I always love talking to Sean. And I also love having other people having to listen to me talk. So um, it was just great all around. Remember, you can go to healthreformexplained.com to find out some more information and check out 1290KOIL every Saturday at 12 o'clock uh, Central Time to listen to America's Healthcare Challenge with my boy, Sean McGuire. Uh, remember, you can find us on, you can find us everywhere on iTunes, on any Android platform, on YouTube. You can send us an email at grabthembythepod at gmail. You can find us on Twitter at grabbythepod. We're great. We're wonderful. You're going to find us out there. And we'll be back uh, next week or, or this week, depending on when you're listening to it. Kevin, of course, will be joining back. What am I without my wonderful co-host and friend, Kevin? And uh, we look forward to bringing you the next episode. Thanks so much, guys. We'll talk to you later. Have a great day. Thank you.